Halleluja. Halleluja. We praise you, Lord Jesus. And we thank you tonight for the Word of God. And tonight we pray that the Holy Spirit will open our hearts, our minds, and our ears so we can receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You may be seated around the church tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to start in the book of Psalms, the 91st Psalm. Psalm 91. We're going to take the first verse and see where the Spirit leads us tonight. Psalm 91. Verse 1. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the, of the Almighty. The concept of the secret place is one that's really through the entire Bible. For us, the believers in Jesus. Our secret place is the place where we seek the Lord, our God. The place where we pray. The place where we worship. The place where we are in the Word of God. And every believer, regardless of age, I think it is important for parents to begin to train their children from a very young age to develop their own secret place. A place where they can be in the Word. A place where they can be in prayer a place where they will be in praise. Every single one of us, we need to spend time in our secret place of the Most High. As a collective group, we the believers in Jesus, we come to the church. This is the secret place for the group. This is the place we gather to hear the Word of God. This is the place we gather to pray and to worship. A church needs to be the secret place for the entire body of Christ. The entire church. Are we together on this? With this in the back of our minds. Let's turn. To the book of Mark. The ninth chapter. Mark. The ninth chapter. Verse 
Mark chapter 9. In Mark chapter 9, we read the account about how Jesus, returning with Peter, James, and John, encountered what the rest of his disciples had been doing. They had encountered a man whose son, according to the description, has a dumb spirit. The child cannot speak. And it is clear from the wording of the scripture that it is a spirit. Now when Jesus arrives, the desperate father, he explains the situation. His son, he cannot speak. This spirit throws him into the fire like he is trying to destroy this boy. He brought this son to the disciples and the end result, nothing changed. It's at this point that Jesus said, a faithless generation, verse 19. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. That's when the evil spirit began to operate in the boy. It was as if the evil spirit knew his days were numbered. Jesus, very calmly, engages in a conversation with the Father. How long was it go this came upon him? The Father said, as of a child. Then he describes the situation then says the following, But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus, verse 23, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Then what do we see? Jesus addressing the child. Or should I say, the foul spirit that was inside the child. Thou deaf and dumb spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the demon had no choice but to leave. He left in such a way where it looked like the child was dead. But the child was not dead. He was healed instantaneously the deaf and dumb demon gone. Now the child in his right mind can hear and speak. Once Jesus gets alone with his disciples, the disciples asked, why weren't we able to cast him out? Now notice, we are beginning to see a secret place at work here. What do you mean? Jesus does not address this issue with them in front of the crowd. Are we together on this? He addresses this concern separate from the crowd. If you look throughout the Gospels, how many times Jesus 
will pull his disciples aside and begin to talk to them. Jesus, at this point, is already beginning to develop the concept of the secret place, the place where the believers can have a conversation with the Father and the Son. Why couldn't we cast them out? What Jesus said here in Mark 9.29, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Now, let's look at this a little closely. When Jesus was giving his Sermon on the Mount, in the book of Matthew chapter 6, Jesus begins in verse 5, talking about how the hypocrites want to stand out in public and pray for everyone to see them. They might as well have been addressing their prayers to the crowd. Jesus, he is not for this at all. The last part of verse 5. Dearly I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 6. But you, when you pray, enter into your closet. And when you have shut your door, pray to your Father which is in secret. And thy Father which sees in secret shall reward thee openly. So what do we see here? Jesus telling his own that the place for them to pray is not on the public street corner for everyone to hear what was going on. It wasn't to go into the middle of the grocery store and start praying there. It wasn't to go into a restaurant and say, well, let's all stand and let's go to the Lord and prayer to the whole restaurant. Jesus has never been for show type prayers. Are we together on this? Now, what did Jesus say? Go into your closet. Your Father will see you when you do this. Our prayers is to be, as we saw in the Psalms, in the secret place of the Most High. Our place where we are alone with Jesus. Are we together on this? Now, let's connect this back to Mark 9. What did Jesus say? This kind comes out by prayer and fasting. So where do we begin to pray for these things to happen. What did Jesus say? When you pray, go into your closet. Are we together on this? Go to your secret place of the Most High. What does it say? Verse 6. But thou, Believer in Jesus, when believer prays, enter into your closet 
And when you have shut your door, pray to the Father which is in secret. And your Father which sees in secret shall reward thee openly. Let's attach this again to Mark 9. What did Jesus say? But when you pray, what? Here, secret. There, this kind only comes out with prayer and fasting. Now, I heard a sermon this week. Very interesting line in the sermon. It said when it came to the gifts of the Spirit. What we pray for regarding the gifts in our secret place will be what God will demonstrate in a public place. So when we are in prayer in the private place, what we are praying for then will be demonstrated in public when the Spirit operates. So, if we want to see the power, where does it begin? Secret place. In private. Let's go a little further down here. We're still in Matthew 6. Verse 16. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 17. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. Verse 18. That you appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. And your Father which sees in secret shall reward you openly. So what are we seeing here? It's the same thought regarding fasting that we have seen in prayer. Not the public demonstration of the fast. Are we together on this? What Jesus is stressing in the secret place of the Most High. There, when we fast, there we will see the Lord move in a mighty way. And then, what we do in private, the secret place, will be manifested by the Spirit in the public place. Let's Look at this a little closer. We're still in the book of Matthew, right? Okay, let's stay in Matthew. Chapter 14. In chapter 14, we see Jesus taking the five loaves and the two fishes. And he turns it into five thousand filet of fishes. Everybody who's there eats, their tummies are full, Jesus sends them away, and he sends his disciples away 
also to go across the Sea of Galilee. It's where we see in verse 23, Matthew 14, And when he, Jesus, had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to what? Pray. What do we see here? Jesus, our great example. He is what? In his secret place. He sets himself apart from the disciples. And he is praying to his Father. The same concept that Jesus developed in the Sermon on the Mount is the one being followed by Jesus right here. Are we together on this? Now, it was in this place that we read the following. Keep your finger in Matthew. I want you to look at Mark chapter 6. And I want us to read the same thing from the book of Mark. Verse 46. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. Verse 48. This is only in the Mark description of this scene. And he saw them toiling in rowing. I am not of the mind that Jesus looked out there, oh wow, I see them a lot far off. No, I believe this was revealed to him by the Father. The Father allowed Jesus to see this. Why? Because Jesus is where? The secret place of the Most High. Jesus is in a place where the Father will reveal things to the Son. Let's apply this to the church. Yes, the Father, through the Spirit, will reveal to us in our secret place of the Most High what is going on. Revelation comes in the secret place. Are we together on this? Let's keep going. Jesus sees them rowing, having a hard time. The storm is creating a lot of difficulty for them. And what happens next? And he saw them toiling and rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he came unto them walking upon the sea. Now, do not lose track of where Jesus had just been. Secret place of the Most High. Jesus knows where to go. Direction. Direction comes in the secret place of the Most High. The prayer closet. 
Let's go a little bit further. Jesus walked on the water. What just happened before this? <coughs> Jesus in the secret place of the Most High in prayer. All of this is revealed. Yes, I believe because the Bible says so. That when we are in our secret place, in our prayer closets, that the Spirit will reveal to us what's going on. The Spirit will reveal to us how we are to operate, what we are to do. Are we still here? The Spirit will Reveal this when we're in the secret place. Jesus walks to the boat. Miracle one. Peter sees Jesus. If that's you, tell me to come out and meet you. Jesus said, come. When we are in the secret place of the Most High, it will activate faith in other people. Are we still here? Peter's faith was activated by Jesus. He's the one who ignites it. It's only when Peter loses his sight of Jesus and begins to focus on the wind and the storm that he begins to seek. I really want to focus on the beginning. Why did Peter get out of the boat? He had a faith inside of him that allowed him to get out of the boat. The faith came from the person right in front of him. Now, when we are in the secret place, let's apply this to the here and now for a second. We're in the secret place of the Most High. What happens? We receive from the Lord. Now, when is this going to happen? As the Spirit moves. You can pray for someone. They can be healed. They can experience a miracle. But where did that begin? In the secret place. When we are in the secret place of the Most High, the Spirit will openly move in public through what we do in private. Jesus, building faith. Then what? He tells the storm, stop. Storm stops. He then gets in the boat and it's on dry land. All of this, because Jesus is our great example, ties back to the secret place of the Most High, the prayer closet. If you look, even before Jesus went to the cross, where was he? Garden of Gethsemane. No one's there. Disciples are falling asleep. Secret place of the Most High. What did Jesus tell his disciples? Watch and pray. They're in the secret place, but they're not praying. Uh-oh, trouble. Jesus, he is in the secret place of the Most High before he even goes to 
the cross. This is an important concept. Jesus is in the secret place before so many of these events. This is important because Jesus was in the secret place. We see the outward manifestation of what Jesus was doing in the secret place. Now let's look at the book of Acts for a second. Some of the most major events that happen in the book. Acts chapter 1. Jesus said to the disciples, Wait in Jerusalem until you receive the promise of the Father. Then what did the group do? For the next ten days, they were in their secret place. Now, understand something about secret place as a group, as a believer. I believe in prayer meetings. But I do not believe in publicly advertising them. To the church members, yes. To the public, no. I do not believe, nor does this church do, in televising prayer meetings. This is a time between the body of Christ and our Lord alone as a group. Well, they took prayer requests in church growing up. Yes, they did. But it wasn't on the public street corner, was it? It was in the church among a group of like-minded believers. Are we together on this? A group of like-minded believers were in their secret place of the Most High in Acts chapter 1. What do we see in Acts chapter 2? The public demonstration of what was taking place in Acts chapter 1. In private. These believers were praying to the Father. The demonstration of this is seen in Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 10, what do we see? We see first Cornelius. He's in his secret place praying to the Lord. (coughs) In the middle of the chapter, what do we see? We see Peter in his secret place. Now understand, Peter is not in Jerusalem. He's in Joppa. He's on the road. He had a good excuse not to be in his prayer closet. Well, I'm on the road. I really don't want to offend my guest. Peter found the time in Joppa to go up to the roof and there seek the Lord. Where? Did Cornelius receive his word to go bring Peter to Caesarea? 
in his prayer closet, in his secret place. Are we together on this? Where did Peter receive his revelation about how the sky opened and the sheep full of the unclean animals came down? Where did Peter receive this? In his secret place. Peter said in Acts chapter 2, what? Visions and dreams. Where was Peter in Acts 10 when he received his vision? Secret place. So many times, I would dare say, the vast majority of revelation, the vast majority of visions and dreams, they take place in the secret place of the Most High. In the private prayer closet. Now the public demonstration of what happened in Cornelius' prayer closet, in Peter's prayer closet, it is demonstrated later in the chapter when Peter is in the house. Tell me what happened. Why am I here? Then Peter receives the full revelation of what he was receiving in his secret place in his prayer closet. God is no respecter of persons. That everything that happened in that house in Caesarea, why did it happen to people in their prayer closet? Are we together on this? If you look at the modern Pentecostal movement, the modern Pentecostal movement, be it around Azusa Street and all the revivals that broke out during that time, they all came out of secret places. In the case of Azusa Street in California, L.A., Los Angeles, for those watching, it was in a private prayer meeting in a house where this begins. If you look, at all the beginnings of the Pentecostal movement, you will see the concept of a private prayer place of worship, secret place. If you look at things like the healing revival, I know Branham was out in the woods alone. I know A. A. Allen was in a closet. All the stories of these people, it begins when they are in a secret place of the Most High in prayer to the Lord. And the connection is what? 
what happened when they began to pray in the secret place and fast was demonstrated in public after the fact. The fact that all of these had a ministry afterward could be traced to that quiet time alone. Being in the Word, being in prayer. If you look at every Pentecostal move throughout the globe, it's the same basic concept. The secret place, the place of being in the Word, the place in being in prayer, that's the one fasting, and the place of being in worship. This is where it begins. Are we together on this? Now, in this time, I know the tendency is to be open out in the public. But if we, as a church, if we want to see the Lord do once again what He did at Pentecost, what He did in the decades leading up to this moment, it begins in a secret place. In the secret place, one develops a fellowship relationship with the Father and the Son. A fellowship relationship is developed in the secret place. This is where God begins to speak to individuals. And this is where, in the church secret place, where the Lord speaks to the church to provide direction to provide wisdom and knowledge, to provide what needs to be done in order for the Spirit to move. It begins in a private place. But then the Spirit will begin to operate in us in a public manner for these things to happen. On Pentecost, it was in what? A private place. Then the public receives this after the private moment. If you look throughout all of this, get what we're saying. The secret place. The secret place is the place where we do this. Now, we are preaching about this in a church in order for you to begin to develop your secret place. There is going to be no public altar call for this. Why? Because the Spirit is going to have to deal with you individually 
And then you got to follow the leading and the guiding of the Spirit in doing this. As a minister once said, when it comes to things like this, you start as the Spirit leads and you continue as the Spirit leads. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. The Spirit will lead you into this. Now, we are going to know who is and who is not doing this. And it won't be because we're asking or that we're sending drones over your house to take pictures or watching your YouTube videos or anything like that. No. The Father will openly reward those who are in the secret place. The Father will reveal this. I remember reading, I'm pretty sure it was a Kenneth Hagin book, where Kenneth Hagin was preaching in his church. He had been quietly in his secret place. Nobody knew what he was up to. But then the people began to say things like, your preaching has improved. Something's there that wasn't there before. Now notice, this minister did not openly brag about any of this. He quietly went about his business. Only his wife knew. And that was only for the purpose of fasting, not to cook him a meal. Yet, when this was going on, people began to notice, even in his preaching, the word was now delivered with authority. He was a better preacher. In every case, Where this is happening, the Spirit will begin to operate in new ways in a person's life that the person might not even realize at first. But then, in a public setting, the Spirit will make known what was happening in the private. The Spirit is the one who will make this known as through signs and wonders and everything that we read about in the book of Acts. The Spirit will reveal this, but only after we have developed the relationship with the Father and the Son in the secret place. Are we together on this? The Father, through the Spirit, will reveal to all. That will be the proof. But as far as anyone asking, I loved it. One Sunday, Charles Stanley was on TV getting ready for church. And Charles Stanley, he said, People always ask me, do I fast? I'll give you my answer. It's none of your business. And when it comes to things like this, people liked but it really is no one else's business except you and the Lord. But when you are, the Lord will 
openly reveal not what you have been doing, but the results of what you have been doing. When that happens, make sure you give the glory to God. Let's stand across the church tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.